this season on More and More Every Day. Let's do something together every day to be better oral historians. I don't know about you, but I love a daily task, whether it's a writing prompt to get me focused or a quick icebreaker to start class discussion. I love short, easy challenges. That's why this season's 10-minute or so episodes will feature experts, like-minded colleagues, resources, and things I'm learning along the way. But each episode will also end with a prompt, something you and I can do that day to improve our skills as oral historians. I'm your host, Summer Sherland. Let's do this. want to know what led you to this podcast. I found my way to similar projects by keyword searching daily writing prompts or 10-minute interviews. But maybe you were turned on to our oral history daily challenge through the Southwest Oral History Association, or a friend referred you because you've decided to do some oral history work. Well, however you found us, welcome and welcome back. Season two of the More and More Everyday podcast, episode 15. You may find it odd then that I've waited here until the 15th episode to talk about scope, meaning the kind of oral history work you do or will do. Oral history is a vast and open field with all sorts of players and contributors. It's one of the best things about doing this kind of work. Here are the kinds of oral historians I generally run with. Independent researchers doing focused interviews as part of a larger research study, local history organizations collecting memories from community members, academic oral historians researching and writing about the practice of oral history, and neighbors in the South Phoenix area learning to interview their friends and family members for their own preservation. But without a doubt, I mostly work with college and high school students through my work at the South Phoenix Oral History Project. Because of this, you may find that our podcast takes an instructional approach to doing and studying oral history. It also means that our podcast doesn't delve too much into the nuts and bolts of planning and managing what's called an oral history project or an oral history collection. Most of the time, we're talking about you as a researcher doing independent interviews as maybe part of a collection, but you're not necessarily the the manager yourself. That's because I'm not an archivist or librarian by trade, so I don't actually spend a ton of time on the curation process. And I'm not an institutional review board member, so while we may discuss the ethics, we will discuss the ethics of doing oral histories, this podcast is certainly not going to be your North Star in this area. But it might help then to consider the type of oral history you do or are going to do while you work on these daily challenges with us. So here are some examples. Are you a student assigned to do an oral history interview or analyze an oral history interview as part of your coursework for this term? Are you a member of a community history organization trying to gather memories from people in your neighborhood? Are you a professor, an archivist, a researcher? Are you hoping to launch a brand new oral history collection or or an overarching project? All of these? None of these? In Catching Stories, A Practical Guide to Oral History, Howard L. Sachs writes, quote, it's all too easy to jump ahead to what is undoubtedly the most exciting part of any oral history project, sitting down with people to conduct interviews. But failing to first ask why inevitably results in one of two all too common outcomes. 
you end up with a box of worthless materials that eventually gather dust on some shelf because nobody really ever knew what to do with the stuff once it was collected. Alternatively, you debut your project only to find the public isn't interested because you assumed an error that everyone would share your sense that the subject is inherently worthwhile. So if you're looking for a good manual on how to start an oral history project, like a larger collection of interviews, Catching Stories, this book is a great place to start. But it's Sack's point about the why that we're going to focus on today. Why are you doing oral history? And what role are you playing? Are you primarily the researcher, interviewer, student, program manager, archivist, transcriber, all of these, none of these? Today's episode is called Interviews or Projects, and here's why. I'm going to challenge you to identify how you plan to work forward in these challenges from now on and with what lens. Are you approaching these challenges as an interview, mostly focused on a few isolated conversations for a personal point? Or are you a project manager building a large collection of interviews for a specific purpose? To help a little bit more, I would define interviews this way one-on-one or small group conversations with a narrator about his or her life and historical context to be used for personal or academic research. This is generally a short-term goal. For the students out there who are listening that have this project by the end of the semester they're going to finish, this is sort of where you fall. Interviews, right? You're doing one interview for a larger project. But then I would define an oral history project this way a long-term collection of several interviews with many narrators about their lives and historical context to be used for community outreach, research, and to fill the academic record. It's generally a long-term goal. So even though I said I'm not really an archivist, I'm not a librarian, and I'm definitely, uh, I approach this from an instructional standpoint, I am nonetheless a project manager. Over the course of several years, I have guided lots of individual interviewers to conduct conversations with narrators about their lives and historical context, which then become a part of our overall collection. So here's your challenge today. As you look ahead to your work in oral history, do you primarily see interviews or do you see a project? And what is the difference to you? All right, share your goals with us at SMCC History, hashtag more and more every day. I can't wait to hear from you and we'll see you tomorrow. We want to hear from you. Tell us how you did today at SMCC History. Use the hashtag more and more every day on Instagram and Twitter. Our email is historysouthmountain at gmail.com. And I hope you follow us, write a review, or suggest us to a colleague. More and More Every Day is brought to you by the South Phoenix Oral History Project at South Mountain Community College in partnership with the Southwest Oral History Association. Music by Noah Gattel.